This episode of the Carol Chronicles is brought to you by the No Apologies Podcast. Hosted by Daryl Taylor, No Apologies brings singular and roundtable discussions of pop culture to levels of hilarity few podcasts have been able to attain. You can download episodes at Comic Book Roadshow and noapologies.wordpress.com or subscribe to the No Apologies Podcast via iTunes. The PKD Black Box presents The Carol Chronicles. The Carol Chronicles, and I'm your host, Shakes the Clown. <clears throat> well, we're back this week, and the news this past week. Uh, first, Apple with their rollout of their new, um, going down the list, new Nano. Way to go. Uh, only thing I could do is all touch screen. Uh, lack of a lot of buttons is for me and a lot of people. You need to have some physicals. Uh, what if you can't touch it all? You need to hit a button like to shuffle over your running or doing other activities, it's a lot harder. Uh, I like the iPod Shuffle, going back to the old style with the physical button, not the longer lesson. On that, people like to be able to skip around. Uh, the iPod Touch, great! You got a camera! Front and back! Yay! Yeah, we should have had a camera at the back of the minimum a year ago when last year's model came out, so it would have been the front camera. So basically, on an iPod without the uh, can't without the phone, you get an iPod Touch. What else they got? Uh, Apple TV. Yeah, streaming, streaming device. It's a streamer to like a Roku and uh, the Western Digital's stuff. Scribble. Yay! You can rent stuff, but you. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, yeah, and also you're very limited in the codecs you can get because it still uses ice. It doesn't play very much. I'm sorry. There's about a hundred other players out there that I prefer. Moving on. You've got, at the same time, over in Berlin, good old Samsung rolled out its Galaxy Tab, which is basically a 7-inch version. Uh, phones with a bit better processor and everything because hey they got this space to throw it in. Uh, Arcos also another get their Arcos tablets which I've played around with and are decent but they are crippling uh, 1.5 and they don't use the Android market. They better they better start using the market otherwise Arcos is going to be in deep trouble. Uh, Toshiba rolled out some of theirs. I've been on that because the, the 7 inches basically and the 10 inch, which can dual boot, are basically the same ones they put out a year ago. Companies are putting out tablets. You've got HP putting in tablet. You've got Samsung, Toshiba, Arco, a whole bunch of others putting out Android tablets. You've got the iPad and 7 inch iPad coming out. In the wireless industry and works with tablets and everything, I've got to say there's five things. Five things a tablet must have. Everything it must have these five things. The screen must be bright and readable in both daylight and regular light. You've got to be able to see the screen and do be able to read books, play games, do other things on it. Second, uh, it's got to be a simple operating system. That is what Android is to 
That is what Windows Mobile is not. That is what BlackBerry is not. That is what the iPhone really is. I mean, that's what, why the iPhone I think, really took off was because they had a simple easy learn interface. You hit this button, bam, you go. That's it. So there's not much learning to it. Battery life. You better have at least seven to ten hours battery life minimum longer. If you don't, then why should people buy you if you're just because they can thing? You gotta have at least seven to ten hours battery life. The web experience on it must be designed a desktop. Java or for all you Apple guys, HTML5 plugins, everything. It's gotta work. And if it doesn't work, you damn well better. Uh, if Hulu won't, won't play, you damn well better have an app. YouTube, you better have an app. Easy to use app. Lastly, you gotta have Wi Fi. All of them are gonna have Wi Fi built in. 3G is not important yet. It will, I think, in about six months uh, to a year. In two years, 4G is the big thing. Right. It's going to take about two years before they really start to replace the netbook and the small laptop. When that happens, then yeah, you want to have 4G, the minimum 3G built in. With good, decent, with good prices on the data plans. AT&T doesn't have a bad one on it, but they okay. Let's see, moving on from there, talking about, talking about tablets. Uh, somebody who deals with jailbroken phones all the time of Baltimore this past weekend. The Harvey Awards. Yay! Oh, wait, no. Mark Wade and Sergio Aragonis getting to... I usually agree with Mark Wade on a lot of stuff, and in this case, I'm conflicted because I openly admit movies and games. Well, movies. I still do. Eventually, I do buy them digitally later on, maybe. For my, but for the most part, I haven't paid for music in 10 years, actually 11 years, and I haven't, and I bought a few DVDs, and I bought a lot of DVDs. Maybe I watch it, and then I'll go out and buy the DVD on Blu-ray, or I'll buy it because I want to hear the director's commentary. That being said, I mean, what I talked about last time about the needing to put out its old material in there. It needs to happen. I mean, why else do the essentials and everything end roughly around 78 to 80? It's simple, because the contracts changed. And people started, and people had to be paid more. I mean, that's one reason why there's issues of certain books that have never been released at all in the phone books, the giant phone book trades, because they can't get, because they have to pay that particular artist. That's why they redid the, uh, was it uh, Keith Giffen and the, uh, which which one was it, the Great Darkness Saga trade. Why he did, why he redid a couple of guys' work is because that way they, that those people had higher, or else they knew, or Keith's rate was one rate, they didn't have to, they didn't want to pay more people. And that's the big thing, is that when the contracts changed, that's one, that's why you don't have enough to get it out there. But I don't think you'd have as much uh, worried. The older stuff really isn't pirated. It's hard to find it. And other than the stuff that uh, Marvel put out on DVD, um, and you can't really find a lot of stuff pre-1985 unless it's the big Green Lantern, 
Cap, Spidey, X-Men. Hey, guess what I just named those ones? A lot of these are on the DVD. Uh, a lot of them. And you're not gonna be, you're not gonna go out there and find. Oh, I don't know. Uh, some obscure, quasi-obscure Harvey comic. You're not going to find a bunch of little uh, Richie Rich or uh, Casper or a lot of the Gold Key stuff on the torrent sites because people don't care. You're going to find the big name. So there, there's a way for you to make money. And uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't, th I honestly don't think it'll hurt trade sales at all. Right now, I mean, the only thing that hurt trade itself right now is the downturn in the economy and people not having the money to spend four bucks on need to really embrace digital hardcore. Because that was printing, you lower the cost of printing, I mean, instead of making a buck off every comic, which is what the average uh, company makes is about a dollar, you would end up making, oh, hey, guess what you didn't have to do? You didn't have to pay money. You didn't have to pay to have it fucking printed. Out of that dollar where you probably made maybe 50 shipping costs, that two dollars is all yours, but you then turn around and which would you rather be sell it for two bucks, sell twenty thousand downloads, that's forty thousand, I suppose, which you then give part to the artist, you keep part to yourself, to creation, blah 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 blah. You sell twenty thousand copies, get twenty thousand dollars, and then you end up having to still do those same things. Yes. So you makes more sense for them to start on the digital and keep it at a two dollar or keep it at a two dollar price point really if you go every day of release and then as soon as it's out been out for a week or the next issue comes then you drop it down to two it's been out for six months you drop it down to a buck or if it's out in trade you drop it down to a buck it's really like i said two three years before tablets really become that accepted it's a long time the way things are. I mean, uh, to a couple of other artists and creators and got their opinion on this and for a couple of them whose work who are indie artists who've had their work pirated, they agreed they don't like pirate. Understand why. Their work there and that means they can't make that book. They can't sell that book later. So that hurts. I mean it takes away, I mean, they just, that's uh, an extra copy or two that they didn't make the money on to make back their printing costs. But for a lot of indie art, if they get lucky, if they get lucky, they'll eventually, maybe, perhaps, selling individual copies and they just make their money at the shows, uh, sketches and other artwork, so they get known. So... It's where you can like, oh, look, you got it out there. People found you out. They bought your artwork. They went and got a sketch from you, or they bought your uh, original art. But you didn't sell them as $3 or $4. But you got to balance it. I'm going to disagree with Mark on piracy. I do think with domain, but I am going to disagree with him on piracy in this case. Because I think it's fundamentally different in the music and movie industry in that it is much, much smaller. Uh, and that you can hurt. Take the music industry now compared to where it was 12 years ago. 12, 12 years ago, CD sales were the, were the driving force. Now, CD sales are nothing, or, or you're touring. If you don't tour, you don't make, you don't eat. Nowadays, so it's kind of funny that 
if you think about it, the comics are already there. You don't make your money off your book. You make your money off your touring. You're going to cons. You're selling your you selling your wares. If you get lucky, you get you get the uh, exclusive contract, or you get you get an exclusive contract, or you get a filling work, kind of like boom. Yeah, the music industry. Like I said, if you're not touring, you're not making. You're not eating. Same. Same thing with comic artists. Anything else that I've got on that area? Nah, not right now. I guess we'll go into do a call discussion in the next week or so. Might have might have an episode out before the season begins with uh, Ian Bubbinstein, the comic timing on fantasy football and football picks. But I don't think Ian has been busy, so I'm just gonna do a quick uh, throw out to who I think is gonna win everything. For college football, it's going to come down to, let's go with chalk, Alabama, Ohio State. Boise could be there. Texas could be, but I don't think so. I think uh, so Nebraska is going to probably, it's going to, Big Ten, I think they're going to, I don't know. Big Ten is going to beat up on Nebraska. And, uh, well, actually, I think for this way, I think Texas will beat Nebraska, and then I think Oklahoma will beat, I don't know who will beat Oklahoma. I don't see anybody coming out of the Big 12. That's just, yeah. Uh, so let's see. Oh, in the NFL, I'm going to go with Green Bay versus Indy just because I think Indy is going to somehow get home field advantage. I'm not sold on Baltimore's Flacco yet. He could. hope he does. Flacco in that receiving core outside of Derek Mason. Uh, the Jets, please. Mark Sanchez does not scare anyone. I mean, Sean Green will replace Thomas Jones, but will LaDainian Tomlinson replace Sean Green? That's what you got to ask yourself. If they ran 600 times, 607 times, or 35 carries a game. That's a lot. Lot. I don't think that actually another thing about this thirty eight. They ran the ball thirty seven, thirty eight times a game. They were relying on the defense. And now they've got pass receivers this year. Yay, we got pass receivers. We're gonna try to we shouldn't throw the ball so much. Yeah. In the NFC, Saints look good, but I think they'll lug it out with Atlanta and lose a game there. I think they'll split with Atlanta, I think they'll lose maybe one or two other games. So they will not. I don't see them winning on the road in Green Bay. I think Green Bay is going to go probably 13-3, 14-2. So I think it will come down to Green Bay and Indy. God, I hope it's not Indy. I really hate Indy. No, don't have anything else. And yes, you want to have a good drinking game, you get blotto, count how many times I say ah uh, or um or do pregnant pauses. That's it for now. Y'all have a great week. Out.